What is your activity of choice? Is there something that you gravitate to in order to get your movement in each day? Christina here with Nina's Journey. Each week, we're going to hang out and walk through a topic that's going to light our soul on fire. Together, we're going to unpack past experiences, talk through feelings, and so much more. Together on this podcast, we will learn to love, live, and grow. Because I believe when we learn to love openly, we will begin to live with vulnerability. And ultimately, that is when we grow. Hi, friends. Welcome back. We are continuing to work through season two, and this is episode seven. Today, you know, it's been a roller coaster. And if I could just go off script for a few moments here, I just want to share and be real. I questioned if all of this is worth it. I know you're like, wait, what? I'm trying to build a brand. Nina's Journey is a business that I'm building within the remnants of what's left in my everyday life, right? So I have a full-time job that I work Monday through Friday. And then at night, I whip on my superhero cape and I try to do the best that I can to be a good mom, a good wife. I have health and wellness goals myself that I'm trying to track and progress and all of the things. And here I am trying to build something that I just see as it's it's going to be something. I can see it. I can touch it. I, I go that place in my mind and I want this so bad. And so today as I'm picking up with the, the extra minutes that I have because I didn't get to work last night or the night before on it, I just, I want to share like, here I am creating content, scheduling things. I create everything for social media. I schedule an entire week's worth of content at a time. I script and do this whole production of the podcast in the Mantra Mondays all by myself. I continue to generate new ideas and possible new ways to bring content to you guys and inspiration and all the things. And so I think about courses and different venues to be able to create and build this community. And I feel just amazingly strong and so empowered. And then tonight, I battled some internal battles. I want to be honest, I do not achieve alone. I am partnered with my husband and additional family to achieve and to reach as high as I do. And I am eternally grateful. High performers, they don't do it alone. We can't do it alone. And I guarantee you that there is somebody or a squad of some sort standing behind those people that you admire. So why the guilt tonight? The struggle is with the idea that I didn't cook a luxury meal or I didn't actually cook at all. I struggled that I wasn't the one that gave the kids the bath tonight. I also didn't get the cleaning done that should have gotten done today. But I did take my daughter to shop for a friend's birthday. I did take her there. I spent time with a friend who's healing from surgery and walked with her. I did develop content and I did step outside my comfort zone and went live today. And yet my mind feels like it's just not enough. You should have more. Why? Because that's what the human brain does and... 
by the grace of God, I will lie my head on my pillow tonight. I will get some rest and I will level set. Tomorrow is a new day. But I wanted you to know that if you're building something or you're reaching, you're not in it alone. If you're feeling like I was today, if you're thinking, is all of this even freaking worth it? And I hope that you get up the next day and remind yourself that it is because that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I work hard for something that means so much to me and I hope that my family sees the why. I hope that they see I'm trying to build something to give them more. We are talking about activity of choice this week. It was about two weeks ago that we had an episode on activity and the importance of routine movement in your everyday. The goal again is to shoot for 30 minutes at a minimum of moving your body. This week, I want to chat and develop that idea of how to connect with yourself on an activity of choice. I'm going to use my journey with running as an example or a framework for you. But first, before we dive in, our weekly product highlight. This week, Mission Nutrition and I bring to you the Rebuild. I love this product. I use it on my long run days. Did you know that carb loading is actually done like weeks before the race day? Yeah. Replacing glycogen in your muscles 30 to 60 minutes after an intense workout or glycogen depletion is how you actually carb load. It's how you train your muscles for endurance performance. That being said, with any high intensity workout or stress, getting those muscles what they need to repair will aid in better recovery and future performance as well. Rebuild brings a blend of amino acids, whey and casein proteins, helping to rebuild muscle over a multi-hour, giving immediate and sustained recovery. There are three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and my favorite, strawberry shortcake. It comes with a whopping 24 grams of protein, which again is the blend of the whey and casein proteins, a tricore protein amino blend, iron, branched chain amino acids, which are those BCAs, and the L-glutamine, which is all good things for efficient recovery, muscle growth, and muscle repair. Check it out. Let us know if you have any questions. Speaking of questions, before we dive into the content, a question from our audience. How and why did you get into running? You see, I picked this question for today since I will be talking about my activity of choice, which is running. The story of how and why, well, it all really started a little bit before, and by a little bit, I mean a decade before, my recent story of committing to change. Over 10 years ago, I was quote-unquote quasi-running. My mom loved events, and I loved to hang out with my mom. The energy, the atmosphere of the running event, she just was drawn in. She did a run-walk method, and I, again, quote-unquote, trained, but it really wasn't committed, and I was able to just kind of saunter along with her. I didn't really even believe in my capabilities, to be honest. When we went to the events, though, we always had a good time, and I was always in awe. I watched other runners. I saw them. I cheered them on and I dreamt of being one of them, a person who could 
but I didn't think that I could. Then in 2012, my then boyfriend at the time, which is now my husband, he had deployed and I essentially quit running, period. I really think that that deployment actually was a distinct ripple of other things in my life, but today we're going to stick with just running. I was stressed. I was merely in survival mode. Then he came back and we moved on with life. I did things like go back to school. I got my bachelor's degree. We got married. I pursued my master's degree. We had more kids. And along the way, when I look back at this, I could see how I lost myself. I was achieving. I mean, I got promoted three times in a span of three years, but inside I wasn't achieving. I had earned my MBA and we had added to our family. And again, inside I was feeling empty. I lived for everybody else around me and not for myself. Fast forward now to March 27th of 2019, which is really that starting day of when I committed to be living for me. I was working on health and wellness, and that started with a movement in my everyday, which I was walking. And as my body changed, I started to do what I called a trot. It wasn't really like a jog. It wasn't really kind of like a walk, but So there I was kind of trotting along, which then that advanced into being able to actually run for a minute, and then that continued to have a gradual build. I can tell you that I will never forget that night and how proud I was when when I officially ran our two-mile loop for the first time without stopping at all. My husband was with me, and I felt like I could take on the world. As I got to that point in my journey... I pondered, what if I trained for a half marathon, but instead I stepped it up from the way I approached it before to creating the goal of, I want to run a half marathon without stopping. Could I do that? That's what really got me going further into running. As I worked through that process, I found that my body was changing in a way that I couldn't have envisioned. But most importantly, my mind was changing and in ways that I never saw happening because of running. I did run that entire half marathon that I had set out to run. And I even beat my original goal of 150 minutes or what is two and a half hours by a full 20 minutes. I finished in two hours and 10 minutes. I was so proud. I was moved with emotion as I crossed that finish line. And that is when I knew that I wanted to be a runner for the rest of my life, that I wanted to be considered an athlete, and it has just grown from there. I was loving the way that I felt when I was done running. My body was doing things that I just never could have imagined, and which really transitions nicely into the content that I want to talk about on this episode today. My activity of choice really has been a relationship with myself, as much as with the activity itself. And I will hear often, or I will see on my posts, I wish I could run. How do you run that long? I would get bored. I can't run. And what I tell people is running and I have been in a relationship for about two years now. 
I consider us to have been dating for those first six months. And after that half marathon, that's when we knew we wanted to move in together. I was finding that running made me a better person. I was a better mother, wife, and leader. For me, running was like having that partner in life. And what do you want in a partner in life? You want someone who makes you a better person. You want someone who's going to encourage you to level up and reach for your dreams. Who's going to help you to realize your capabilities and push you. Running is doing that for me. And that's why I say it's like a relationship. I'm having a relationship with an activity which really actually, friends, is having a relationship with myself and learning how to be there for myself. As far as the mechanics of running, when I hear that I can't run, I am convinced that everybody can run. Uh, unless there's some, you know, certain medical scenarios where you can't do that. But for the most part, if you've got sneakers and you've got two legs and you've got somewhere that you can step outside, I definitely think that you can run. It's a mindset thing. And that's something that I've learned when it has come to running because I grew up forever thinking that I am not athletic, I can't be an athlete, and I'm no good in the physical space. And I'm telling you that that is not the case. We are all capable of what we want to be capable of. Back to my relationship story with running, I'm happy to tell you that we got engaged about a year ago. Yep. And then we started talking marriage when I decided to try my hand at the space of running a marathon. The ring was beautiful. I got it that first time I ran my 14 miler. I had never run that far. It was so amazing. And then the marriage was consummated on the very first time that I ran 20 miles. Yeah, it it was blissful, friends. <laughs> and just like that, my relationship with running has completely emulated the real long-term relationship or marriage feel. We have our moments, but we love each other unconditionally. I ask for it not to hurt my feelings or hurt me, and it says I didn't mean to, I had no idea. We sometimes argue about clothes and stink and all the things. I mean, it's real. It, it is a real thing. I, you know, love my relationship with running. So what I'm trying to tell you is find your activity. Find what sets your heart and your soul on fire. It needs to be beyond just the goal of losing weight or changing your body to look a certain way. You need something that fosters that relationship with yourself. You will find something and it may not be what you expected. Do not limit yourself based on skills right now. Learn and grow with it. Be patient. When you are becoming connected with how you feel, that's when you know that you are going after the activity in a way that is beyond just an activity. I'm watching this unfold with my daughter actually right now. She broke up with her activity of choice actually. They had a time of hardship and they weren't able to mend that and she walked away. And what I'm going to share and why I use the relationship piece is because it is it takes it out of that 
task for the day. It's not exercise. It's something that goes deeper. And I know that maybe you think I'm weird and I'm, you know, just trying to be comical, but that really isn't the case here. It is really trying to find a way to send the message in a way that connects with you. And this is how I know how. And so back to my daughter who broke up with her activity of choice, she recently came across, uh, they decided to talk and they have regained or rekindled their relationship. And I'm watching her have a sparkle in her eye. She has been out playing basketball for hours. She has talked about playing basketball in high school for the first time in 18 months. It, it is her activity. Basketball is what lights her soul on fire. And it's not just about the exercise. And the reason that they broke up had nothing to do with her capabilities, actually. It had nothing to do with the idea that it was work or hard. Well, kind of. The hard part, anyways. That all unfolded the way that it did because when she was in the hospital, they didn't clear her for sports. And she couldn't do what she normally had done. And she stepped on that court after months of medical uncertainty and not knowing if she could do it. And when it felt hard, she lost that connection with basketball. And it was replaced with uncertainty and fear and concern. And it felt hard from that standpoint. As her and I recently talked about what it was about basketball that was holding her back, she said that when she touched the basketball, it reminded her that she quit. And that was what was causing her pause. And I told her, hey, that's good news. Because it's not because of the running or because of the concern about being able to dribble the ball. It was a memory. And what you can do with memory is you can replace memory. You can reprogram how your mind navigates to which memory. And I told her the best way she could do that is pick that basketball up and create a memory that isn't hard and painful. And so she's been out there playing at the neighbor's basketball hoop. She's been connecting with her friends. She's been smiling. She is she's going to do it. She's going to replace that memory. She is back on track with her activity of choice. And it just feels awesome to see her go through that. So for you, when you know or have that feeling attached to your activity of choice, you're going to know that you're there. And then just know that you're going to have to build that relationship and commitment. Treat it like a habit of intention just like you do with your other relationships. You carve out time for it. You give it attention. You grow yourself so that you can be better in coming to the table with that partnership. So it needs to be more, again, as I said, than just exercise. Learning to love exercise is one thing, but really coming and connecting with something that moves you both physically and emotionally so that you're doing it every day and you it's not work for you or it's not something that you're going to fall off the bandwagon and give up. Not saying that life doesn't happen because life happens. And again, running and I, we have our moments, but it's there and it's concrete. So what you can do to help figure it out and solidify your relationship with your activity of choice, schedule it, Follow your bliss. It's that how you feel when you're done. Substitute things with, you know, what they call kind of like the real exercise. 
and you want to set a minimum. And again, I'm telling you that the minimum really should be 30 minutes per day. You want to change your goals. And as you become aware of the mental benefits, you're going to start to really enjoy the change. And that's when it's not exercise. Sure, we could say you're enjoying exercise, but I personally say that's when you're there at developing a relationship with something that you love. And that's yourself. So once you get to that point, you'll start increasing your intensity, which really is when you start to get married to your commitment to yourself. So taking it a step further and finding that activity is what makes you feel whole. Taking exercise out of it, not just being a task for the day. For me, running is me time. It's meditation for me. It has come to me with a community and it's just brought unbelievable growth. So get out there. Build your relationship with yourself. Keep your promises of moving 30 minutes a day. And in that journey, try things, be open, and let your heart gravitate to the activity of your choice. Then it becomes a part of who you are and not just something that you have to check off the to-do list each day. It truly will become woven into the fabric of you and who you are. It becomes you. Namaste, my friends. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Nina's Journey, learning to love, live, and grow. If you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. I will leave you with this from Joel Osteen. Your job is not to judge. Your job is not to figure out if someone deserves something. Your job is to lift the fallen, to restore the broken, and to heal the hurting. And that's what we do here on Nina's Journey.